Welcome to Recap, a brief overview of recent coffee developments every two weeks from the Specialty Coffee Association made possible with the support of Da Vinci. Two economists from the International Coffee Organization suggest that a rise in protectionist economic policies has not yet resulted in trade barriers significantly impacting the coffee sector. In a future for Global Coffee News, Dr. Christoph Seniger and Carmen Steinmetz shared a quantitative analysis of trade interventions implemented between 2009 and 2019. The analysis compares the number of harmful or protectionist interventions, like tariffs and state loans, against liberalizing interventions across member countries, but does not track the impact of individual interventions on the coffee sector. The feature also notes that interventions are reported with a time lag, with the figures for 2019 and 2020 understating the true number of policies implemented in those years, which reflect a period of increased stress on the international trade system, including the ongoing Sino-US-American trade war. The coffee bearer borer has been discovered on the Hawaiian island of Kauai for the first time. The pest, whose larvae feed on coffee beans, has devastated coffee production throughout parts of Africa and the Americas for decades. Despite strict green coffee quarantining measures in effect of Hawaii's islands, the borers have been previously found on the island of Hawaii in 2010, the island of Wau in 2014 and on Maui in 2016. The island of Kauai is home to the largest coffee farm in the United States, Kua Coffee, which maintains 4 million coffee trees on more than 3,000 acres. A coordinated effort to contain and manage the pest has begun as harvest season on the island, also home to several smaller commercial coffee farming and roasting operations, is already underway. Readers of the UK's popular press have been inundated with stories of the London arrival of Negusa Gemida Muda's top-scoring lot from the inaugural Ethiopian Cup of Excellence competition covered in Recap episode 10 and 12. Harrods, a luxury department store and difference coffee who specialize in producing specialty microlot capsules from rare and expensive lots, successfully bid for the top lot with a buying group featuring Japan's Maruyama Coffee and Zatsa Coffee, the US Cometer and Good Boy Bob Coffee, and Taiwan's Osir Coffee. Most of the coverage from the UK's popular press is unfortunately focused solely on the price of the winning coffee as sold by Queens of Mayfair, who were granted exclusive access to some of different coffee's share. Offering only 15 total servings, two of which have been purchased by media outlets reviewing the coffee, Queens of Mayfair has priced its tableside service of Negusa Gemira Mudus coffee in a crystal wine glass at 50 British pounds per cup. Conversely, two long-form accounts of challenges facing coffee's complex value-generating ecosystem and the impacts they'll have on coffee farmers were also recently released. In The Atlantic, Marin McKenna traced the history and impact of coffee leaf rust in a story spotlighting Guatemala farmers. Acknowledging the role of colonialism in coffee's history, critically examining the historic and present role of the Norman Borlaug Institute for International Agriculture at Texas A&M University, who are part of the global research infrastructure working to find solutions to coffee leaf rust. 
Similarly, a video by Vox Atlas explores the impact of climate change on the future of coffee production with a particular focus on Colombia, featuring interviews with coffee farmers alongside historic footage of previous coffee crises. These popular media features mark a step forward in socializing the mirrored impacts of the climate crisis on the complex coffee system. This episode of Recap was made possible with the support of Da Vinci. If you want to dive deeper into anything you heard today, check out the links in the description of this episode. Recap will be back in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>